Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? I made it clear that my intention was to play and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Rodgers going for it all. Looking to bring it open. He's got it. Blitzard. Gonna go. Touchdown. Rodgers snaps it quick. Scrambles to his right. Pumps and runs. And Rodgers is inside the pylon. Allen has time. Gardner's got it, breaking away, Garrett Wilson, Wilson a big play downfield, Allen tripped up, he could not get past Jermaine Johnson, oh look at the speed of Brees Hall, he's done it again, Brees Lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown, and he's sacked again by Quinton Williams, what a beast, number 95 for the Jets, listen, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it's time for the weekend mailbag. So for that, we bring in our friend who's the editor over at JetNation.com, Mr. Glenn Naughton. Glenn, welcome back to the show, sir. Hey, glad to be here, man. It's uh, it, there, it's uh, It feels like with the draft wrapped up, we're about to hit that time of year where things slow down. But we're still on the, uh, the back end of the draft, and, and there's still a little bit to talk about. It's still fresh news. Just when we thought everything was going to slow down, the Jets had to go out and get Al Woods and Randall Cobb, decline Mekhi Beckton's fifth-year option. So the news is still coming, and the questions are certainly coming, so let's answer some of them. First one is from Jesse Parrott. He asks, maybe it's just me, but it feels like the Jets still need a wide receiver, even with Cobb. Am I overthinking this? Maybe I am. Are they just going to put running backs out wide? I'll be honest with you. I still think they should go get DeAndre Hopkins. I've been saying this for a while. The receiving core is okay right now. You've got Garrett Wilson, who's awesome. Corey Davis, who's okay. He's fine, but he gets hurt a lot, drops passes. Alan Lazard, he's okay. Career high, under 800 yards. He's a solid receiver. McCole Hartman, basically a gadget guy with speed. He'll be the punt kick returner. And Cobb, who's the extra guy. There's not a player there that makes me think, wow, this is a team that could really light it up on the scoreboard. Now, that's not to say they can't score points. But if you add somebody like DeAndre Hopkins, who's reportedly available for not that much, we're talking about day three picks, and they can afford it if they were to move on from both Davises, Corey and Ashton, they could take that unit from solid to one of the better ones in the league. Because think about it, I just listed who the Jets have. Now think about this as the receiving core. Garrett Wilson, DeAndre Hopkins, Alan Lazard, McCole Hartman as the gadget guy, and Cobb as your fifth wheel. Now all of a sudden, you're talking about a hell of a unit. So I would go out and still get him. I don't think they necessarily need to do it, but I talked about this with Ryan from Jets 24-7 on his YouTube channel. If you make a move like that, it goes from a receiving core that's 
fine, it's solid, to, as I said, one of the top ones in the league. As far as using running backs, I do think they're going to do that. Nathaniel Hackett was on the official Jets podcast, and he talked about all the different ways he plans to use these players. And I think the fact that they were in on Jameer Gibbs early in the draft tells you that too, because you're not going to pick a running back that early in the draft, especially if you already have Brees Hall, unless you have plans to do a lot of creative stuff with the running backs in the passing game. So that'd be my answer for you. Do they necessarily need another receiver? No, but if they could get DeAndre Hopkins, should they do it? Absolutely. I think it could elevate this offense to another level to have a guy like that added to the mix. Yeah, I, I think you raise a good point. And I'm not even sure you mentioned Corey Davis, Scott, uh, in one of your, your rundowns there. And we talked about him this offseason and said, you know, we thought he had a chance to stick. And the Jets signed Alan, Alan Lazard. We figured he'd be a target even before Rodgers came along. And we kind of wondered aloud, is, is Lazard that much better than Corey Davis if he's better at all? I think they're at least in the same ballpark. Mm -hmm. So I think it's going to be interesting to see how they handle that situation because it's not beyond the realm of possibility that Davis shows up and plays better. But I guess, I mean, I am getting a little off track because really it's about should they add somebody. But I think a lot of folks are kind of discounting Corey Davis, which he still could get dealt for a pick. The Jets may be hanging on to him, hoping another team gets an injury and they can get a, a, you know, a mid-round pick for Corey Davis. But in terms of whether or not they should add a, add a receiver, I absolutely think they should because right now this is a good group. And I think one of the problems we have is that the group has been so terrible for so long that Jets fans are looking at this and thinking, oh, this is it. Like, this is, this is an elite bunch of, of receivers. It's really not the case. It's it's a significant upgrade. There's no denying that. But top to bottom, they're not a top group. And, you know, if, if you don't go out and get a guy, you know, they're bringing in some unrestricted free agents or some undrafted free agents. Um, I know that, you know, Xavier Gibson is a guy that I looked at and thought, of all these guys that I'm able to find some film on, he's probably he probably brings the most to the table. Great speed, great quickness. You know, some typical slot trades. He can return kicks, um, so maybe he does. But my preference would be rather than rely on a UDFA, would absolutely to go out and get would be to go out and get a receiver because I I just I agree. I think this group is a good group that a guy like DeAndre Hopkins would absolutely elevate them to the next tier. And let me just add to that, Glenn. I had somebody say to me, well, why would you go out and get a wide receiver if you're the Jets when you could get a tackle and a tackle's a more pressing need? Even if you think that's true, which tackle are you going to be able to get? It's not like there's one out there that's an impact tackle, whereas with DeAndre Hopkins, you could add him. And again, you get rid of Corey Davis and Ashton Davis. That about pays for the contract for this year. And so that gives you an impact player on the offense, lifts that offense to another level, and you can do it without giving up a ton of draft picks, as opposed to a tackle who's there. I've heard the name Jonah Williams suggested. I don't think Jonah Williams is necessarily a great tackle, but even so, you're talking about a guy who's going to want a new contract. Cincinnati doesn't mm -hmm. want to trade him, so if they do end up trading him, they would want a lot for him. It's a very different situation. They tried to sign Orlando Brown, who was the one impact tackle available in free agency. Didn't work out. I don't see that as an avenue to go down, but I do think that they can get DeAndre Hopkins. That's a realistic possibility if they want to do it. Of course, that's a whole other issue. I'm just saying what I think they should do. And so to me, that's the impact move available. They should go do it, especially if they're trying to win in this short window, right? Absolutely. Next question comes in from Say My Name. If This is a fun one, Glenn. He says, now that Rodgers is a Jet, who is the most annoying Packers Twitter account you interacted with? <laughs> So there are a lot of candidates for this one. I will say definitely not Ryan Schlipp from Packernet Podcast. He and I are friendly. He's been on the show, and he's a reasonable Packer fan, even though he riled up some people with his Billy Turner comments the other day. 
I think it's got to be Bukowski, right? I mean, there are a lot of annoying Packer accounts, but that's got to be the one, right? I had to eventually mute the guy because he found his way into my timeline so much. I have no idea why people are giving that guy so much attention. I guess it's because all of his tweets were so annoying and obnoxious, which is probably what the goal was. So got to be Bukowski, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Anytime somebody is that, you know, anytime someone is trolling to that level, I, I do everything I can not to engage. I may have interacted once or twice with some of the more over-the-top stuff, but then I reminded myself that this is sort of the goal, right? And th- this is why I'm bad at Twitter. Like, I just say what I believe to be true, and I don't, you know, I don't use hyperbolic, crazy statements to try to rile people up and, and get my name out there and then therefore add more followers. I, I think some people follow people just to to, to bother them. Um, but, yeah, I, th- I think when you act the way he does, like somebody said the other day that, you know, that, that, that he's he's clearly a troll, which I think he is. And I think I've responded to some of that. Like I said, you know, why does he have to be a troll? Maybe he's just really that stupid. Um, but I, I do think he's a troll. Um, and he's he's the only name I, I can think off the top of my head because he because he's the guy that was on my timeline constantly. But, um, yeah, I did very little engaging with Packers fans. There were one or two who I like anyone who had like a sane, rational take, I would, you know, I would just say like, I agree. I kind of stay away. I don't do hot takes myself and I I do my very best to stay away from the trolls. I fall for it every once in a while, but yeah, Bukowski or Kakowski, whatever his name was, he was easily the most annoying. Ryan Schlipp from Packernet Podcast, one of the more reasonable ones, and Ken Ingalls, who does the Packers cap stuff. He had reasonable takes, and he had some really good information about the salary cap, Rogers' contract, and all of that. So those were the two that I thought were the more pleasant ones as the other end of that question, because we did answer who we thought were the most annoying. I would say honorable mention to Aaron Nagler, who I also had to mute because he kept getting thrown into my timeline somehow. So all these guys keep getting thrown into my timeline because I guess people got angry with them because of the obnoxious nature of their tweets. And so Mm -hmm. that's why they're perfect candidates for the title that Say My Nameth asked about. Next question comes in from MYJ Flight Club. He asks, do you think Aaron Rodgers' stardom will be more of a distraction to the team like the media is saying? We had guys mention it earlier this week Do you think it'll fade away Or become a real problem throughout the season I don't think it matters Aaron Rodgers has been a global brand forever Yeah he's enjoying himself going to like Madison Square Garden and such But he's recognized anywhere he goes He's one of the most famous faces in the world One of the most famous athletes I don't think it matters at all He's used to it He's talked about it He said it on the Michael K show He's been in the spotlight For as long as he can remember At this point And so it's not going to bother him And I don't think it's going to bother the team Unless Roger starts doing things That the team sees as detrimental to them And or they start losing And fingers start getting pointed With losses Anything's on the table We've seen that in the past With a bunch of different teams Not just the Jets If you go throughout any sport Once the losing starts Problems could arise And people start to get jealous And all that But no It seems like As of now Everybody's fine with it They're just glad that Aaron Rodgers is here And they believe They have a chance to win I don't see his stardom Which has existed for As long as he's been A star quarterback In the NFL So over a dozen years I don't see that being a problem yeah, I think it's one of those things where it's it, early on, like you're hearing players say, like, I just wanted to line up for a couple of reps and just watch, like, oh, my God, that's Aaron Rodgers. But once you get some practices under your belt and the game start, it, it's game time. You know, pl- 
players aren't going to be affected by Aaron Rodgers' level of stardom on Sundays, and that's really what matters most. Um, and really, this year probably Monday nights a fair bit. But yeah, I, I don't think it'll be a factor. I think it's. I think the little, guys are a little starstruck right now. But once he settles in and becomes one of the guys, and they're out there doing the work with him, it's you know they'll still have the, uh, you know the respect level for him will be through the roof. But I think in terms of it being a distraction with him being there, I, I don't think it will at all. It's funny, Glenn. I didn't even take it the way that you just did, but you're probably right. That's probably what the question meant. I answered it more in terms of if Rodgers' stardom was going to be a distraction for the rest of the team in terms of him being out there and being on magazine covers or whatever. But right, you're right. right. That is probably what he was talking about, the team being distracted by being in awe of Rodgers. I don't think that's going to be an issue. If you'll recall when Favre was here, you heard players talking like that. At the beginning, in fact, Kerry Rhodes was on the show. We went through the 2008 season. He said he grew up with a poster, Brett Favre, on his wall, so it was surreal for him to be on the same team with Favre. But as you said, Glenn, after a couple of practices, Kerry Rhodes got over it, and Brett Favre was just the quarterback of the team he played on, and I think that'll be the case with these guys. Yes, they're in awe of the superstar quarterback who many of them grew up idolizing being here but I think once they get used to him being here, they'll get acclimated to having him as their leader and as their quarterback. And it's not going to be a situation where they're just distracted by Aaron Rodgers' greatness the way that somebody would be distracted by a beautiful woman walking by or something. I don't think that's going to be the case. So I wouldn't worry about it too much. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Next question comes in from Jason Klein. He asks, if Aaron Rodgers breaks the 55-year Super Bowl curse and brings a Lombardi trophy to the Jets and their tormented fan base, could it end up being the top line on his already historic resume? Do any of his other accomplishments beat that? What are your thoughts? I would say it probably would be. The guy that I think about when I consider the possibility of Aaron Rodgers winning a Super Bowl with the Jets is Mark Messier. If you remember, he won multiple Stanley Cups with the Edmonton Oilers. But what does everybody remember him for? Hoisting up that Stanley Cup as a member of the New York Rangers after they broke the 54-year curse. That's what everybody remembers him for, even though most of his career was in Edmonton. And he won multiple cups there. 
Everybody remembers Mark Messier being the guy that broke that curse. So I think for as historic as Aaron Rodgers' career has been in Green Bay and the fact that he already has that Super Bowl trophy, if he does it with the Jets, considering the history and everything that goes with it, I do agree. I think it would probably be the top line on his resume and it would be what he'd be most remembered for once he retires. Yeah, that's a really good question. I think it might depend on who's writing it, um, you know, and, and where it is. Because I would like, I, I get your point about Messier, but I would love to know how he's thought of, you know, in Canada. You know, is, is he kind of viewed as, you know, we, we look at it from the, the North American perspective. And I remember watching that with Messier and it was an incredible moment with him screaming as he was taking the cup out of the out of the guy's hands. It was phenomenal. Um, and we could only hope to see that with Aaron Rodgers. But I, I think in the minds of Jets fans, it will always be. But um, and you know what? I think it might because of the fact this isn't a Tom Brady thing. This isn't a situation where Aaron Rodgers won five rings somewhere else and then came here and won one. Mm -hmm. If he's got the same number of rings with the Jets that he does with the Packers, I think that like I'm just sort of playing this through in my head as, as I'm answering it. I think that might make it to the top line because he'll have as many rings here as he did there. And here it would have been so historic because it was the first in, in you know, 50 years. Next question comes in from P. Cool Wright. He asks, do you think with all the recent defensive acquisitions and the draft, once the Jets sign Quentin Williams, the defense is probably set for the season, or may there still be a few pieces to be added? I think it's possible they could add some pieces. It depends. Quan Alexander is still sitting out there. I wouldn't discount the possibility of him coming back. John Johnson, the safety, is still there, so maybe they go in that direction. I think the bulk of the defense is set. I think Al Woods was that last big move that you're likely to see. I do think that if he comes back on a similar contract to what he had last year, which I think was like one year, $2 million, Quan Alexander would make a lot of sense, and that could happen sometime in the next month or so. And Glenn, I'll tell you one thing that's interesting with Al Woods and guys like that. I hadn't even thought of this, but the Jets got lucky he was still sitting out there, and they were able to get him when there was going to be no compensation pick loss to go and grab Al Woods. So that worked out well. With Quan Alexander, he was already on the team, so I don't think they have to worry about that, but that's the name I would watch there are some possible outside names like john johnson and guys will get cut in training camp and such in the summer so maybe somebody lands here but i'm starting to think glenn tony adams is the strong front runner for that free safety job everybody's talking about how the jets need to add a safety and i would like to see them add one but the fact that they haven't so far i think tells you quite a bit about their confidence level in adams who did play well in a very limited sample size last year I can't remember when I first said it, but I brought up a, at least a, a month or two ago saying that I wouldn't be shocked if they pass at safety, especially it's a thin class. You know, there weren't a lot of guys that were highly thought of. I said it at worst, I would, you know, maybe a day three pick, but I'd prefer a UDFA. And part of my reasoning was I said, I think they like Tony Adams more than people realize. Like he's a versatile guy, great speed, big hitter, um, obviously hung around last year. They wanted to see what he could bring. They played him late in the year. He looked all right, you know, considering it was a rookie in his first real action. So in my mind, I've been saying all along, we actually had a, a discussion just a couple hours ago on the, uh, on the forums at Jet Nation where somebody said, like, you know, what are we going to do with safety? You know, are, who, who's going to start? And I, I just said, look, I don't be shocked at Tony Adams gets a ton of reps. I really think they like the kid. And and I do, you know, as far as other pieces they might add, it's funny you mentioned John Johnson. He was a guy that I loved coming out of BC. I mentioned it, you know, just at the start of free agency, I think it or not look, you know, after that first wave, I kind of did an article saying here are some guys that they're not household names, but the Jets could use. And John Johnson was a name I threw out there. I've I've really liked him, been a fan of his, and he's surprisingly still out there. But uh, Quan Alexander feels inevitable. Like I almost feel like he's on the team. 
you know, like all the engagement between him and the other players, like they come on, come back and yeah, they have my number and all that. Um, will it, I mean, that there's not a guarantee it'll happen, but it, it just feels inevitable. And other than that, like you said, I, I, there's not a ton of holes on this roster and there's not a lot of guys that are going to come available this late in the game. So I would expect maybe a couple of other minor moves for depth type guys. Um, you know, if Quan's here, he probably starts, you know, they probably, he probably sees some action as a starter and Quincy will see action as a starter and, and a safety like Johnson, I think could find his way onto the field, but I don't see any big moves coming. I think the defense is pretty much settled. Next question comes in from John McAnally. He asks, will having both first and second round picks next year tied up in the Rodgers deal hurt the Jets' chances of making a big trade at the deadline during the season? Well, first of all, it's not first and second. It's one or the other. So if the Jets wind up giving up that first, they keep the second. If they give up the second, they keep the first. But I get your point that it would be up in the air as to whether or not that would be a first or second once the deadline hits. You'd have a pretty good idea whether it's going to be a first or second because if Rodgers would have played all of those games, he'd be this close to reaching the threshold where it would become a first-round pick. I wouldn't really worry about the trade deadline. It's very rare that major deals like that that involve first-round picks happen at the deadline. So it's not something that I would concern myself with. I suppose it could hurt their chances a little bit if they're going for a really big fish because usually teams don't trade first-round picks unless you're talking about getting somebody in their prime at a premium position or a quarterback. I don't think it's very likely the Jets are going to be trading for a quarterback, and if they do, I find it very unlikely that it would be for a quarterback that would cost them a first-round pick at that point. I suppose it's possible they could trade for an established backup, but that's not going to cost them a first-round pick. Anybody else I think could be had for less at the trade deadline, so I wouldn't really worry about it too much. I don't think it's a likely possibility that those picks would be involved in a deadline trade. Yeah, I think uh, I think you're right. I think what the what the question is asking is, um, you know, to me, I interpret it as the uncertainty of not knowing if it'll be a one or a two. But by the time the deadline approaches, as you said, they'll they'll have a pretty good idea. I just I don't see a, a pick of that that magnitude being dealt, uh, you know, that late in the season for a player. Guys like that just rarely come available. Guys who are worth that type of price rarely come available at that point in the season. But I mean, I get from technically, I guess it like if if that rare occasion did occur, if there was a player the Jets really needed and there was a team willing to give up a premium player, you know, in his prime at that point. Might there be some confusion? Possibly. But, uh, you know, the teams could work through that and say, look, we're agreeing to a two. But if it becomes a one, then you get next year's two. Something along those lines. That's going to wrap up part one of the weekend mailbag. Make sure that you check out everything that Glenn is doing at JetNation.com. Check out everything that we're doing over at PlayLikeJet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. The Thunder from Down Under, Luke Grant, has some awesome All-22 breakdowns on our channel, including the newest Jet, Al Woods, the run stuffer from Seattle. Plus, he's also got a bunch of the newest draft picks that the Jets brought into the fold in the 2023 NFL Draft. So watch our videos and subscribe to our channel if you haven't already, youtube.com slash playlikeajet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, bless you, thank you shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies, it's all there, tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at chumpacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.